It's time for the Savvy Realtor Podcast. I'm Walter Storholt alongside Angie Cole, the owner and broker in charge of A. Cole Realty, serving you throughout the triangle, teaching you about the ins and outs when it comes to buying or selling a home. You can find the team online by going to acolerealty.com. That's A-C-O-L-E, realty.com, or by calling 919-578-3128. That's 919-578-3128. And now it's time for one of the top realtors in the triangle, Angie Cole, and the Savvy Realtor Podcast. Okay, we have a special edition of the Savvy Realtor today. Walter Storholtz with Angie Cole and the crew today. It's, uh, again, one of those episodes where we're going to feature some of the great partners that Angie has as she helps clients buy and sell real estate throughout the Triangle and beyond. So we're going to be talking to mortgage experts, an attorney. We're going to talk about staging homes and, uh, you know, particular advice for buyers by speaking with one of Angie's top buying agents on today's show as well. So sit back and relax. We've got a couple of great pieces of information and some education coming your way on today's program. We're going to start it off by talking about one of those really important parts of buying a home, that old mortgage process. Let's talk about it on the Mortgage Moment. Good questions for you today, Jonathan, on the Mortgage Moment. What is mortgage insurance and how often do people have to pay it? And uh, last but not least, how much does it typically cost and can it be avoided in the first place? That's a great question. So mortgage insurance can be tricky. Mortgage insurance is basically insurance that's going to protect the lender if for some reason you were to foreclose on the property. People often have to pay it if they're putting less than 20% down. Okay, it can be paid in a couple of different ways. It can be paid monthly. It can be paid built into the interest rate. You can pay the premium all at once, or you can finance the mortgage insurance premium. But if you are putting less than 20% down on a property, on a conventional loan, then you are going to have mortgage insurance in some way. Now, mortgage insurance, you know, if you're doing an FHA loan, mortgage insurance is going to be required regardless of the amount that you put down. And it's also going to be required for the entire life of the loan. So say with a conventional loan, you are putting 10% down. Once you pay that loan down below 20% or you're able to provide an appraisal that shows you have at least 22% equity in that property, uh, the mortgage insurance is required to be removed. With FHA, regardless, you're going to have that mortgage insurance. The typical cost For the mortgage insurance, it's all going to be based on a couple of different factors. You know, it's going to be based off the loan to value, which is the amount that you're financing compared to what the house is worth. It's also going to be based off of your credit score. So, you know, that's one important thing to take care of is obviously your credit score because your credit score is going to, you know, determine the amount that you're going to qualify for, not only with the financing, but also with your mortgage insurance, because that's how lenders look at the risk and they look at the risk, you know, the higher the risk, the higher the mortgage insurance premium. But yes, mortgage insurance can be avoided as long as you're putting at least 20% down on a conventional loan. And so mortgage insurance isn't the, uh, you know, it's not a death sentence to to being able to qualify for a loan or get a loan or buy a house. It's a part of uh, many people's uh, initial, you know, payment when they get a home, right? That is correct. I mean, I would say, honestly, 85% of mortgages we do have mortgage insurance. You know, because, uh, I mean, when you, when you look at it, I mean, not everybody has 20% down to put down on a house. I mean, it's, you know, if you're looking at a $200,000 house, that's $40,000. Not a lot of people have $40,000 sitting around. So lenders are willing to lend more and give you more, but they're also going to want to make sure that they're insured and they're backed by, 
you know, the government that if for some reason, you know, you did foreclose or, or stop making the payments on that house, you know, at least that percentage of the cost of that foreclosure would be covered. With pretty much any transaction of buying or selling a home, an attorney is going to be involved. And so we've got a special attorney spotlight to cover those kinds of questions here on the Savvy Realtor. Craig, good question for you this week, putting you on the spot. How much does it cost to hire a real estate attorney? I know cost has to be one of the questions you get a lot from people. Of course, and everybody is always trying to keep their costs low. The typical real estate residential transaction that includes a loan is a flat fee charge. In this area, the fee primarily ranges between $850 to $1,150. I've seen from various offices. That fee covers the title examination, preparation of closing documents, communicating with the buyer, the seller, the agents, the lender, the homeowner association, and any other parties to the transaction. It covers actually handling the closing itself, recording and funding of the transaction, and post-closing items such as assuring that all liens of record are satisfied, completing the final title opinion, and obtaining the final title insurance policy. Now with a cash transaction, that fee typically ranges between $550 and $850. If a client requires additional documentation, such as a power of attorney, a quick claim deed, a free trader agreement or encroachment agreement, or even an escrow agreement, that would increase the flat fee. This, of course, should all be fully disclosed to the client in a letter of representation. It's kind of interesting. I think uh, a lot of times home buyers, you know, they are so much focused on the marketing side and the negotiation of the price side, you forget that there's all these other little legal details kind of happening in the background. Oh, absolutely. Absolutely. And, you know, again, I cannot stress buying a home is probably someone's biggest financial investment. And you have to trust your attorney. Don't go on the cheap side. And most importantly, I would never buy a home without getting a survey. When you go to sell your house, you have to talk about staging, of course. You want to put your home in the best light, and we've got an expert to turn to for guidance in that regard. So, Amber, my question for you this week, how much money should the typical person plan to spend on staging a home? It only costs about $25,000, to get oh, that's your house all. ready. Pocket um, change, right? <laughs> yeah, absolutely. I'm just kidding. It really depends on the home. Each seller has different things that their home needs, whether it is paint, carpet, or it could be small things, just kind of taking some things out, like elbow grease, just cleaning your home. So then there's really no money to put into staging. It really just depends on each individual home. Do you ever have the conversation with a seller about, okay, you could put this much into it, but I don't think you're going to get enough out of it to make all of those changes, all of those staging items worth it. I mean, do do you help them try and figure out that balance? Absolutely. A big part of that is it's my job to tell them anything and everything that a potential buyer would deter from purchasing their home or picking a home other than theirs. And the way that I work with that is I work with my realtor and we discuss comps and the things that are most important in that neighborhood that they need to do. So it really just depends on that home, the probability of a quick sale, price point as to what we're going to do. And we kind of then go through the list and decide what are the most important things if we only have a certain amount of money to spend on it, what's going to be the biggest impact item. Well, getting your house inspected is a really important part of the buying process. And that's why we turn to our fun segment each week on the radio show, Ask the Inspector, so we can learn all about that part of the process. Joined today by Jarrett Joints, Home Inspector with JHI Services. And Jarrett, what issues will likely pop up with the purchase of an older home 
versus one that's a little bit on the newer side? Typically, a lot of the problems I run into with older homes is a lot of weekend warriors, DIY is what I call them. A lot of homeowners, they watch the you know TV shows and YouTube videos and they try to install electrical items or um, you know wells and well pumps, things like that. And you know they don't do it uh, how, how it's supposed to be installed. So uh, we come across a lot of DIY stuff that's done incorrectly on older homes versus the newer ones where you know the, with new construction, it's just typical new construction defects that we find. You know, everything, the counties came in, everything's past code, but they're, with the newer ones, it's a little bit easier to have those defects repaired just because we haven't had anybody living in it yet and trying to do all the DIY things to it. Makes a lot of sense. We've, we've shared lots of uh, weekend warrior stories on uh, this show before, so we, we have a <laughs> yeah. good idea of some of the trouble we can get into there, Jim. Absolutely. <laughs> oh, that's good. Yeah, so just be on the lookout for more of those, uh, those nuances and, and details. And I, I guess, uh, isn't asbestos always one of the things that people are on the lookout for when you're remodeling or working with an older home and, and lead paint? What, what are the important dates that you typically look at? I've always heard it's what, in the, in the 80s was the asbestos transition, and do you kind of give people guidance on when to when to be more careful about those different types of stuff that used to be problems in older homes? Yeah, we sure do. You know, any t- anything typically pre, you know, mid-80s prior, we'll uh, just put the comment in there and, and let the client know that, you know, there's a possibility that, that you know, the, the lead and asbestos could be used in the building material. And, you know, we just want to ask the, the homeowner, if possible, if they have any idea about, you know, any of the presence of it. You know, we do the testing as well to determine if a home has any lead or asbestos. So those are always good things to, to know as well. When you're um, looking to purchase a home, you can have a qualified professional do the testing just to see what areas you may have it in as well. And last but not least on today's episode, it's the Buying Blitz with Vicki. And uh, she's an absolute pro when it comes to buying homes in the Triangle area. And uh, she's got some great tidbits and information to share with us today. So Vicki, how important is it to consider the resale value of a home when you're searching for one to buy? It's funny because I get told by my clients all the time that I'm already thinking about selling the house before they've even (laughs) bought it. It's very important because nobody stays in the same house forever. So definitely talk to your buyer's agent about what you're looking for and then get their feedback on what it's going to be like to sell that home in the future. Whether that be a few years, 10 years, 20 years, nobody has a crystal ball on how long Mm -hmm. you're going to stay, but you want to make sure that you're making a good sound investment for your future. Even as a retiree, who's saying this will probably be the last home that we buy, you can still think about the resale value for what happens after you're gone in the next generation. Or if you have to move into assisted living facility at some point, maybe you need to unload the house at some point in time. So absolutely. Always something to keep in mind for people. Always. You've been listening to the Savvy Realtor podcast. I'm Walter Storholt alongside Angie Cole. She's the owner and broker in charge of A. Cole Realty here in the Triangle. And if you have questions for Angie, we invite you to go online to acolerealty.com. Listen to past podcast episodes on the website, read the blog and all the great information, including the option to find a home right there on the website. That's acolerealty.com. And you can also call Angie with your questions, 919-578-3128. Did you know that Angie Cole also has a radio show? Tune into the Savvy Realtor, Saturdays at noon on 106.1 FM WTKK.